moving this week and so I'm just going to try to give you a uh, little mini show uh, just so you have something but I as you probably already know I am not nearly as good at talking as Brian and uh, I know he can do whole shows by himself while I'm in London sometimes and it's crazy I can, I can talk for I'll, I'll give it the old college try for maybe five minutes um, but I have a few things to mention and I also have one sports and one non-sports story for you um I want to recommend first of all I really liked that movie 1917 I wouldn't say it's like a new uh angle on World War One that you really know I mean that you you're gonna learn something but it was just like a entertaining war story and it was shot in like a continuous shot kind of way telling the tale of two guys during World War One it was pretty cool uh fun enough movie I mean, fun in in a war way where people die, but it was cool. Um, also, I definitely recommend the Aaron Hernandez three part documentary on Netflix. Uh, I I would say I thought I knew most about him, um, but this kind of fleshed it, fleshed everything out, and I thought it was really well done. And you see just how fucked up he was. Um, there are salacious details, but overall, you just see he's just a he was just a terribly damaged individual who was fucked up and violent and everybody knew he was fucked up and violent. And it was a really bad look for urban Meyer and Bill Belichick and, uh, Robert Kraft. And, uh, they look bad in this and I enjoy them looking bad, but, um, but it's, it's a, it's an interesting story. You really, you really, uh, it's well done. I also want to mention these jabronis down in Virginia this past weekend with their gun rights march. Uh, I'm not saying everybody has to be uh, where I am on the gun control issue, but this was this was over um, this was over some relatively minor gun bills. It was like um, one it, Republicans were proposing a um, a bill that would uh, repeal something else, or it, ultimately it was whether or not Virginians should be allowed to carry concealed weapons without a permit. And uh, also would they be allowed to bring firearms into places of worship, which these are not, this is not, we're going to confiscate your guns kind of shit. This is just like, Hey, we would like um, people who are carrying guns to have permits to do it, or just to have, uh, um, you know, to be checked out by somebody to make sure it's cool for them to carry their guns. I don't know. It, it seems like it's not a big deal. Um, and fuck everybody with their slippery slope. Like it, that, that is not a heavy measure. And I know most of the country believes in, um, uh, in some sort of, um, you know, background checks. But anyway, this, this is more about looking at these clowns from fucking Rochester and Michigan and they're pouring into Virginia in full costume, they look like they're all playing army man, but these guys are 70 pounds out of shape and they, they're carrying anti-tank guns and, and, uh, uh, four foot sniper rifles. And they just look ridiculous because it's just men playing dress up. I mean, they might as well have been in cowboy costumes or, or football helmets. 
And it was just hilarious. And it's a reminder, if anyone's getting into costume for anything other than Halloween or some specific costume party, you're you're probably a virgin or someone who has to pay for sex because they all looked so pathetic marching around in their their little costumes. Um, But anyway, I thought thought it was funny to see all these guys and nothing was accomplished. They just looked like idiots. Um, In sports... Dad arrested after tackling son's wrestling opponent during match. So some dad named Barry Lee Jones in Kannapolis, North Carolina, saw his son get taken down. I mean, he gets slammed pretty good in the video, but that's that's what wrestling is. It's not it, it wasn't a superfly snooker kind of slam. It was just a wrestling hold and takedown. And so the the opponent's facing the other way and uh, this clown, Barry Lee Jones, sprints across the, the mat and just blindsides the 17-year-old. And uh, it was a, you know, it teaches uh, the world something that just about every parent knows, that parents are the worst part in youth sports. Um, last week, I coached my son's uh, basketball team. And every, it's it's done by school in my town. And uh Every year we play this one school where basketball just matters a little too much to everyone. And I think I've coached a combined six seasons between my two kids and uh, my team and this team usually makes the playoffs. So I play them almost twice a year. I've probably played them 10, 11 times and they finally beat our team, um, which is fine, but you would have thought, the the parents on the other side, like a life and death was on the line. Like somebody was going to be murdered if they didn't win. Every call against them had every parent screaming that the ref is cheating. The coach is stomping onto the court. It is just insane. And he gets he the coach gets them all riled up, and they act like just idiots. And um, and they're 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 always thinking somebody's out to get them, and the ref is 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 in the bag for the other team. And it's like. These refs are making ten, fifteen dollars a game. Nobody gives a shit if your nine or ten year old wins a fourth grade basketball game. It's just madness. And when they won, it was like they all won the lottery. It was the second game of a basketball season for fourth grade, and we'll probably play them again and I'll probably beat them. But it doesn't. It doesn't matter. It's just insane that people, parents, make everything about themselves about it about themselves in these situations so fuck barry lee jones in kannapolis north carolina his son sucks at wrestling and probably hates barry lee jones um in non-sports six tourists arrested for allegedly damaging machu picchu temple with feces so six people between the ages of 20 and 32 decided to smear shit on the wall of an incan temple in peru um so first of all i the people were from, it said Brazil, Argentina, Chile, and France. So it's not like a close-knit pack of people. It's, it kind of feels like a bunch of people met on their travels and decided to do it, which uh, makes me wonder who proposed it because somebody has to come up with the idea first. And how did that go down? Like you just, you just peel off a couple people on your tour and you're like, hey, I got a good idea. Um, my bet it was the Brazilians. I think there were a couple Brazilians and then one each of the others. Um, you know, Brazilians seem wild in both a fun way, but also can be in a scary way. 
And uh, I just, my money would be on them for for getting the the uh, fecal ball rolling in this one. Um, but third, what what are the uh, what twenty year old? They range from twenty to thirty two. What twenty year old wants to hang out with a thirty two year old on vacation? Someone in their thirties to a twenty year old is like that's like somebody's dad. I mean, you have no connection. It, Twelve years. As the years pass on, is no big deal. But twenty versus thirty-two, you you are not in the same stratosphere as them, and it's just a real bummer. When I was in my twenties, a group of us—not not in my twenties—when I was twenty, a group of us went to Amsterdam, and a couple of guys in their thirties kind of glommed onto us at the Grasshopper, one of these smoke shops, and we left there. Um, you know, we just yeah, it was kind of a standard. Amsterdam trip for college students. We just bounced around, smoked weed, and then went somewhere else. And so we went to the Anne Frank house after, and these old dudes followed us like we were we were they were part of our crew. And it was a real bummer. Um, and you know, I, I, I wouldn't I wouldn't recommend getting high before going to a um, you know Holocaust era museum of sorts. Um, but but still adding these two guys who were not handling their weed well at all. They were, they were very boisterous and it looked like we showed up with them. And one of the, one of the 30 year olds, 35 year olds, whatever he was, he opened up the window where Anne Frank lived and like paint was chipping off. Like, I don't know if it had been open in decades, 40, 50 years. Um, and he starts screaming to the the people down below, like you, you gotta believe in Anne Frank. It was, it was terrible. We had to sprint out of the Anne Frank house because we didn't want to be known. Well, we didn't want to spend any more time with this guy, but it, it looks bad when you're 20 and some guy in their thirties is hanging out with you. It's, it's real bummer for your vacation. So fuck all of these tourists, even the 20 year old follower. Uh, I'm pretty sure the Ingans didn't do anything to them. So fuck them. Um, so those are two stories. Um, Brian and I'll be back next week. We'll do our Super Bowl prop bets. I, I banged another player future in the AFC Championship game, won $100 with Derrick Henry scoring the first touchdown of the game. So I'm uh, I'm pretty hot in the playoffs with these prop bets. So I um, I will come up with some good ones next week. Thanks for listening, and we'll have a full show next week. Lifestyles baller, podcast getting bigger and not smaller. Broadcasting weekly, that's what we do. With Easy Ed Daily and the man Jay Stew and Ron Beckner, quick to dissect the week in sports and culture and whatever. Plus, you know, there's Kate with a C, but she's known as Fancy Pop to you and me. Talking loud, comers, conundrums, my brothers. Reviewing some movies and shows and others. Top podcast, man, no one is above us. Five star, even the haters will love us. And we're not trying to talk politics.